Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on Simple Faith. It's my pleasure to be with you once again as we share in our mutual relationship with God by looking at His Word, by taking His Word in a simplistic manner and breaking it down to see how words that were written so many years ago are still relevant to our lives today. We're going to be looking at Acts chapter 15 and starting at the first verse. But before we do, let's open with a word of prayer. Father, thank you for each person who's listening to this podcast. And Lord, I pray a blessing upon them. I pray that you would help them to slow down, to look at your word, to not rush through it in a manner of a checklist of things that they do on a daily basis. Because I know, Lord, that in my life, I sometimes do that. I sometimes think I've got to study the Word of God or I've got to look at this or I've got to do that. And then when I'm done, I check it off as if I've accomplished something. But Lord, today, slow us down that we might spend time with you. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would open our hearts to receive your word. Open our minds that we might understand. And then open our lives that we might walk in obedience to the things that you show us. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, once again, we're in Acts chapter 15, beginning at the first verse. And as I start to read, I I thought to myself, I wonder how many times that you and I have people who are righteous people, who are pure people, who desire to help us in our walk with the Lord who try to place burdens upon us that God never required for us to have or to carry. We're going to see that in this chapter. It says in verse 1, And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Now, friends, Paul and Barnabas had been in Antioch. They had been teaching. They had been preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. They had been telling the Gentiles that through Christ and Christ alone are you saved. They had said that to the Jewish community as well. Through Christ and Christ alone are you saved. Jesus said, You must be born again. He said nothing about baptism as a requirement. He said nothing about communion as a requirement. And he said nothing about circumcision as a requirement for salvation. Our salvation comes through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And it says in verse 2, Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no uh, dissension 
and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. They are teaching words contrary to what Paul was saying, contrary to what the Word of God was requiring for salvation, which was simply faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it says in verse 3, So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria, describing the, uh, the conversion of the Gentiles. And they caused great joy to all the brethren. Friends, the main thing is that when people come to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, it ought to cause joy in the church, joy in the body of Christ, celebration, happiness, gladness. And there was great joy in all the brethren. And when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all things that God had done with them. But, oh, there's that word. Sometimes when we see it, we see something good's about to happen. And sometimes when we see it, we see that something contrary is about to happen. And it says in verse 5, But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up saying, It is necessary to circumcise them. Circumcise who? Those that were coming through to faith through the teaching of Barnabas and Paul and to command them to keep the laws of Moses. Let's break that down for a moment. These Pharisees who had become believers still held fast to their Jewish teaching. They were men who were upright. They were men who were righteous. They were men who sought to uphold the laws of God. Every word. And yet what we see in the Old Testament is that by the keeping of rules and regulations, it did not bring to them salvation. It simply revealed to them their wrongdoing. That's why Jesus had to come, because had the law been enough to save them, Jesus wouldn't have had to come to this earth. He wouldn't have had to suffer on the cross, but it wasn't enough. And now these men, these keepers of the law, who were believers, still wanted to keep with the Jewish tradition and with the commandments of Moses or the law of Moses. Verse 6, Now the apostles and elders came together to consider this matter. And when there had been much dispute, Peter rose up and said to them, Men and brethren, you know that a good while ago, God chose among us that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the gospel. The gospel again being good news. That they were to hear the good news and believe. So God, who knows the heart, 
acknowledge them by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. Peter's saying God has given to the Gentiles the same gift that he gave to us and these were uncircumcised men. And verse 9, he made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts, how? By faith. Now therefore, now in light of everything that I've said, why do you test God? By putting a yoke on the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. Look at what Peter says to them. We were not able to bear the weight of the yoke of the law. It was impossible. Verse 11, but there's that word. We believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. Then all the multitude kept silent and listened to Barnabas and Paul declare how many miracles and wonders God had worked through them among the Gentiles. And after they had become silent, James answered saying, Men and brethren, listen to me. Simon, meaning Peter, has declared how God at first visited the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And with this the words of the prophet agree, just as it is written, After this I will return, and I will rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins, and I will set up so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does all these things. Known to God from eternity all his works. Therefore I judge that we should not trouble those from among the Gentiles who are turning to God, but that we write to them to abstain from things polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from things strangled and from blood. For Moses has had throughout many generations those who preach him in every city, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their, whole, of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was also named Barsabbas, and Silas, leading men among the brethren. And they wrote this, a letter, and they sent it to them or by them. And it said this, the apostles and the elders and the brethren, to the brethren who are, at, who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia. And they said, since we have heard that some of you, or that some who went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your soul, saying you must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment, 
it seemed good to us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and and Silas, who will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. They sent to them the word, we do not want to burden you with unnecessary things. And that's what simple faith is all about. Burden or lessening the burden of unnecessary things in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Sometimes, friends, people in the church, well-meaning people, want to put rules and regulations upon us designed to help us in our relationship with God. But God never ordained it to be so. And so we ask ourselves today, or I ask you today, are you carrying a burden that someone other than God has placed upon you? Let's pray. Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. And I ask Holy Spirit again that you would take this word that you would help your people, your children, to read it once again and to ask the question, how does this apply to my life in my current situation? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Friends, it's been good to be with you once again. I pray a blessing upon your life. And I ask that you would share this message through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, however you best share it. May you spread his word. Until the next time, may God richly bless you.